Welcome to Amazon Legends, where we have real stories about making it big on Amazon. Our guests are CEOs of large companies and entrepreneurs who became power sellers. Also providers specializing in helping sellers, aggregators that acquire sellers, and former Amazonians will give us an insight from behind the scenes. Here is your host, Nick Urison. Welcome to another episode of Amazon Legends. Uh, my next guest today, believe it or not, he started in e-commerce when he was in college. And his first e-commerce affair was with eBay, selling stuff. And then when he graduates, he starts working for my Amazon guy, which is an agency. And they are known for giving opportunity to people, but they are also known to have a high turnover because they have high standards. And so it's a really good place to, to learn stuff. And uh, they produce a lot of good stuff. And I've had the pleasure of having several people from my Amazon guy on, on the podcast. So um, he did his uh, training at my Amazon guy. And um, uh, today, fast forward, he's the chief operating officer of Preventus which is a full-service Amazon agency. And uh, he obviously didn't look for a job. He decided to be an entrepreneur, which we're going to hear about later. And uh, when he's not working, he loves fishing and pickleball. With that, everybody, meet my guest, Daniel Lee. Welcome to the show, Daniel. Thank you. Thank you, Nick, for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure always. And I, I love young entrepreneurs. And I love supporting entrepreneurs because it's a whole different uh, breed of people. You know, we think and uh, live different, and it's constant roller coaster. So I congratulate you for joining the crowd, but it's definitely uh, something different. So you don't want to miss a single minute of today's episode because we're going to cover all the new things that came out recently. We are recording this on October 31st, Halloween day of 2023. And there's so many new things, especially recently at Amazon Unboxed event, Amazon rolled out stuff, and some of them had already been coming out in beta. So uh, we're gonna cover about five, six different things. And Daniel has in fact put some of these new features to work and he knows what to do, how to do it, and what kind of results to expect. So uh, that's our subject today. So with that, uh, let's dive right in. So Daniel, give me the roadmap first so that people hear what we're going to cover, and then we can dig into each one. Yeah. So what we have today is going to be some new promotions that Amazon has released. So subscribe and save coupons. Uh, reordering coupons, also the new sponsored branded uh, tailored promotions. Um, and then we'll get into some fulfillment uh, workarounds with Amazon Warehouse and Distribution, uh, their Amazon Global Logistics, um, and then kind of talk around just some things to be aware of, um, like TikTok Shop and Amazon Buy with Prime. Okay, so it's a pretty loaded agenda. Now, again, we are talking about private label sellers. So this is our audience. So some of the things, well, actually most of the things that we're going to talk about, if not all, they are only available if you are on Amazon brand registry. So keep that in mind. And if you do have a trademark brand or you've applied for a trademark, 
and you are not yet on Amazon brand registry, make sure you get on Amazon brand registry. It does not cost anything. And as soon as you join, you will have access to a bunch of new things. Uh, there will be a new option called brands on the left in the menu. And also there is an option called growth. And under advertising, there will be other things. So uh, I would highly recommend anybody who has a trademark to get on Amazon brand registry. So with that, uh, let's dive right into the new coupon type. So tell us about the first one. Yeah, so subscribe and save coupons. So first, just want to explain subscribe and save program first. This is an FBA program. Um, and then like Nick mentioned, it, it does require you to be brand registered. Um, and then this also requires you to have a FBA offer. Um, so if you have that, then you can get into subscribe and save. Some things that they'll look for is, does your product have three months of inventory, three months of sales history uh, to be enrolled into subscribe and save? It is an auto-enroll program, um, so that means that Amazon will let you know and it'll show up in your portal um, if a product has been added to the subscribe and save, if they feel it meets the requirements. Uh, additionally, you could reach out to their SNS um, email at Amazon and try to request your SKUs to be into subscribe and save. Most of the time, they will you know, stonewall you and say, hey, these aren't yet ready, but it's always a, a good checking point um, to see where your products are at. Um, so subscribe and save, that is for CPG products, um, anything um, that a customer can buy and needs to replenish, um, could be in home and grocery supplements. Um, so once you're in the subscribe and save program, you can choose to offer, you know, a 0% seller funded discount or a 10% seller funded discount. 10% is the maximum that Amazon allows right now. Um, and so now they've released in the last three months, subscribe and save coupon. So this has been a brand new feature um, and it's done very well for directly influencing your subscriber count. Um, so how it works is just a standard coupon. Um, it would be in your coupon portal. You'd go over to subscribe and save coupons and then select your products that are already enrolled into subscribe and save for that coupon. Um, and then just some best practices for the subscribe and save coupon. Just need to make sure that, you know, your products um, have at least a three-star average rating or it won't be able to get into the coupon. Um, and it has, if it does have 50 plus reviews of 4.3 average or higher. So anything you know, five to 50 has to have three-star average. Anything above 50 reviews has to have a 4.3 average. Um, so offering a small discount anywhere from five to 20% um, can be done with subscribe and save coupons. Um, that does stack on top of your seller, seller funded subscribe and save discount. So if you're already offering 10% off, um, then just keep in mind that that coupon does stack. So if you're doing a 5%, you're not at 15%. Um, so what this does is anyone who is not in subscribe and save um, that comes to your product page or in the search results and sees that you have a subscribe and save coupon, it will help incentivize them to enroll into subscribe and save to gain that discount. And so we've seen some good results with using a 10% uh, subscribe and save discount or above. That's where we can see the jump from gaining a few subscribers if it's on like a weekly uh, duration over to you know, 20, 50, hundreds of subscribers um, for a weekly duration. So uh, a few things. In order to 
register your product for subscribe and save. And uh, you mentioned it needs to have reviews. So give us those limits again or the requirements again. Yeah. So if your product only has one to four reviews, Amazon is looking for at least above a 2.5 star average. If you have five to 50 reviews, they want a three star average. If you have 50 plus reviews, they want a 4.3 average or higher. Okay. So between uh, one to four and then five to 50. And what should be the uh, rating? Five to 50? Yeah, five to 50, three stars or above. Three stars and above. And so 2.3, three stars, and then 4.3. Okay. And um, okay. So, but it doesn't matter if it's a new listing, it doesn't matter. As long as you have reviews, you are good to go. Yeah, new listing, no reviews, you can still do it. Um, very, I'd say very unlikely to have it since you, you, the product would have to be active for you know three months with sales history. So it would anticipate that there'd be some form of reviews on the product page. Uh, yeah. But yes, you could do it if your product had no reviews as well. Yeah, and uh, how do you enroll into subscribe and save? You mentioned there's an email that you need to send. Yeah, so the program, it used to be where one click enroll you would submit your SKUs and it's in with the changes it's an auto enroll uh, and so this is where Amazon is determining if your product is able to be in subscribe and save and what they're going to look for is that three months of sales history three months of inventory just to make sure that it's it's going to be sustainable for reoccurring orders mm -hmm. and that that email goes to where is the seller support contact or what no, so it is, I believe it's fba-sns at amazon.com. Don't quote me on that. Um, this can be found through seller help pages or in your seller central account if you type in SNS. Um, but that is an email to contact. So it, it doesn't uh, get you into the program right off. I've, I've had cases where we send an email and you know the seller support rep on the case activates the subscribe and save and we're in now. Um, but most of the time, you'll, you'll just get hit with uh, email replying back that these, these products aren't yet ready for subscribing safe. Yeah. Okay. All right. So a, a good piece of advice would be make sure you build up history and make sure that at the time you uh, apply, have three months of inventory. And then uh, provided that you have reviews that have that meet the rating requirement, uh, then I'm, I'm guessing you'll be able to get in. And so that's the first, that's the prerequisite, right? In order to use those coupons that are for subscribe and save. So if you don't have subscribe and save I, I, items, no point with the coupon. So, and keep in mind with those coupons, they stack on top of anything else that subscribe and save comes with. Uh, if you are already offering. So, okay. All right. The next one is, it is another coupon, right? Yeah. So the reordering coupon. So this one is very new. So this was released about a month, month and a half ago, along with Amazon's um, brand tailored promotions. So this is right now they only have one target. Um, it, it does seem like they're going to add more because of the drop down. You just can't select from the drop down but it's only for um, customers who haven't reordered your product. They've made a purchase, but haven't reordered within a certain time frame. Um, 
And so with this reordering coupon, you, again, standard setup with the coupon, you'd set a discount and it would go after anyone that hasn't reordered your product, but previously purchased from your brand. So how, how does the customer get notified about this reorder coupon? Yeah. So it is going to come through their customer orders, I believe. Um, I would need to check the seller help page on this one here, Nick, uh, for where customers see this. Um, but as for the, the setup side, um, just gone through and done the uh, anyone who hasn't reordered uh, within a month. Okay, within a month. Okay, so I, I typically recommend my clients to have a package insert and inside that package insert, uh, we include a, a coupon for returning customer. We call it returning customer uh, coupon. So that is in the insert for anybody who sees it and wants to reorder, they get they take an advantage of that. But of course, that's a coupon that needs to be created. It can have an expiration date or, or not. Uh, that's something we kind of do conventionally. But now this is a coupon that you create. I'm assuming Amazon is going to display this wherever the order is, wherever the item is for the customer who ordered it. I'm sure they have their way of you know, managing the relationship where they incentivize the reordering process. Uh, so I guess it's, um, it's something new, right? Yeah, very new, new, new coupon. We're, we're still doing uh, tests on our side with the reordering coupon plus the brand tailored promotions and seeing how those paired together. Um, but currently just seeing a few reorders come through in that monthly timeframe. Um, so I, I, another thing that, that we're looking at as well is using brand analytics uh, reports that Amazon releases to your Solar Central account to understand kind of where, where are the searches coming from, who, who has clicked on it, what terms are clicking. That when we're going through our reorder coupon uh, we have an idea of you know who, who has purchased but hasn't bought again um, and who is new to brand. Um, that way we can kind of test through the reorder coupon. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. So you mentioned brand tailored campaigns. So let's talk about that. That's a, that's a big one, right? That's a, that's a very big one that was released very recently. And uh, so uh, let's talk about that. Yeah, so this is a new feature, very exciting. It seems very promising, um, but the whole goal of this uh, brand tailored promotion is to help the brand build customer loyalty and, and continue building their uh, social proofing. So areas that the brand tailored promotion can target um, whenever you're going through the setup is going after your brand followers. So this would be going after Amazon post followers, people who follow your storefront. Um, so talking around storefront Amazon posts, this is where a seller could make a social post similar to Instagram, um, where they have a product picture or a lifestyle image and a caption. They're making a post and that's being shown on their product pages, either at the bottom or on competitor pages. Um, and so that is a new campaign that's going to let you target your brand followers. Um, so anyone um, who has clicked to follow your brand, 
can be targeted through that campaign. And that's just one target that this uh, campaign will allow you to um, go after. There's, there's a few others here on the list as well um, with repeat customers. Um, so tying that in with subscribe and save coupons and your repeat customers uh, to continue to either get them into subscribe, subscribe and save or have them come back to your brand uh, and purchase more. Um, and then also recent customers, anyone who has recently purchased from you being able to go after them as well. Um, and then one of the interesting ones is the high spend customers. Um, so anyone who is historically spending on Amazon, um, being able to go after them. So if you have a premium product um, and you're looking to get some reorders or contact customers that um, previously purchased, um, or haven't purchased yet and you want to um, target them, then using high spend customers for premium products um, has yielded some good results. And then potential new customers, um, anyone who's, who's clicked on your brand um, or your product or recently added to cart but have, haven't made the purchase. Uh, this one is also yielding pretty good results with abandoned cart. So going after people who add to the cart but don't make it all the way. Um, so kind of helping with that conversion a factor and retargeting them um, to make that purchase. So, yeah, this is a big one. There are, uh, I'm counting, I'm on the page, I'm counting like there's nine different ones. And I would encourage everybody to go check out, it's under advertising. If you go to Seller Central and click on, open up the menu and go to advertising and you'll see the last option is brand tailored promotions. And there are nine different options there. And each one has a different kind of audience. And I'm sure there are some overlaps because somebody who is high spend may be also considered um, cut, you know, abandoned cut. One thing that I discovered about this is, first of all, you need to become eligible, right? <laughs> so... Uh, you need to become eligible. And I thought, oh, my God, there's another eligibility. But this is not like you apply and then they accept. This is that you have to have a minimum of a 1,000 people, 1,000 users that will qualify, that meet the criteria for that. As soon as you have a 1,000 people, it becomes available. So it's clickable, and you can then select and create the campaign. And, and I can tell you that 9 out of 10, everybody who's been selling on Amazon for a while will become eligible for the abandoned cart promotion, right? Because every, these days you put something in your cart, but you don't necessarily complete the purchase. So this campaign is specifically designed for those who... Uh, put something in their cart, it's still in their cart, but they haven't completed the purchase. And as long as they don't remove it from the cart for 90 days, you can go back during those 90 days and uh, and I offer them a coupon. Uh, on that particular one, uh, I noticed that there is also a budget, right? You set a budget. Have you uh, played with that? Yeah. So for the budget on brand tailored promotions, um, what we've typically set on our side is a, is a minimum of 5,000 um, to start out. Um, and this is dependent on the size of, of your brand that you're working on as well. 
um, you know, can range from 1,000 to 5,000. But what we've been doing is the 5,000 tests for budgets here. Okay. Yeah, on the abandoned cart campaign, uh, what, what I have found is, first of all, whatever discount you are offering when you create that campaign, my understanding is that's fixed. You cannot change it later. But once you create the campaign and the campaign gets going, you can, it will ask you, when do you want it to start? When do you want it to end? So during that time frame, the campaign will run and it will invite people to uh, come back and buy and then use the discount. However, you can go back and change those numbers. You can change the budget, you can change the dates, but you cannot change the discount. So you are locked in for the discount. So that's the only thing. And on the budget, you can tweak it depending on what it was. But uh, I share with you, uh, I have a client who has their listing running for about eight months now and eight, nine months. And they had almost 18,000 people waiting you know, with their with their item in the cart. So when I told him, did you know you have almost 18,000 people? So now think about the budget aspect of it. And they have a high ticket item. Their item is like $650 and $450. So if he offered 10% and on each one and a $5,000 budget would be depleted fairly quickly. So I guess uh, budget would also depend on your price point, but uh, it's definitely something that you can take advantage of. And then there are like eight others that I would highly encourage people to at least be aware. You're not going to qualify for all of them because you need at least a thousand in each each one of those buckets. Um, but um, something definitely to keep an eye on and, and see if you qualify. And if you do, just go run it. It doesn't cost any money, right? Just a discount. Okay. All right, so brand-tailored campaigns uh, we covered. So the next one you want to share with us, what is the next new thing? Yeah, so Amazon Warehouse and Distribution. So this is was released in about a year. Um, and so this is Amazon's, uh, basically their third-party logistics program that they've come out with. Um, so this is going to be separate from like FBA warehouses. And what it does is the ability to store your products um, at their warehouse. Um, and anytime that you need replenishments to your FBA warehouse, they will auto replenish it over. That way it saves the seller time on creating the shipments, having to plan the logistics of it. Um, instead, just have Amazon take care of uh, the full fulfillment, um, essentially. So going from FBA, their pick and pack services to fulfillment, all the way to being a 3PL um, and having the ability to store sellers' products and then auto-replenish them over into your FBA warehouse. So it is there to replace a, a typical 3PL you would otherwise use, right? Correct. Yep. That is okay. the idea of it. So let's talk about getting this going so first of all are there any requirements to qualify for it or can anybody just sign it? i guess you would have to be an amazon seller right 
Yeah, so you have to be an Amazon seller. You'd have to be an FBA with FBA uh, offers uh, products that they don't um, allow to be stored at the AWD warehouse is expired goods, apparel, and books. So it is it is a good bit of, of product types that they're not accepting at the moment. Um, but I would anticipate just with more development as Amazon makes um, on this FBA program, that they will have, you know, apparel eventually, books, and potentially expired goods. Um, but requirements to get into it, one click enroll through your Seller Central account. Um, and then from there, once you enroll into Amazon Warehouse and Distribution, it will show up in your, your shipping creation uh, plans when you're going through that. Um, and you'd have the ability to view your Amazon Warehouse and Distribution inventory uh, for what is going to be replenished to FBA. You know, sending a, an FBA shipment to Amazon is, is quite complex because you have to create those elaborate, you know, you have to download templates and then upload them and, you know, put in what's in every box and skew and the quantity. Uh, is that still the same when you are fulfilling from AWD directly into FBA? You still have to do those things? So once you have it set up initially from there, then you can just go into your Amazon warehouse distribution, click the product that you want replenished, or you could set up a auto replenish where Amazon will determine when they think the inventory is low, or if they see it low, sending it over to the FBA warehouse. Oh, so you just need to keep an eye on the Amazon uh, AWD. Uh, yep, exactly. And, and the nice thing about it is you could do it with, select products as well. Um, so if you were only looking for a handful of products to be auto replenished by Amazon's warehouse and distribution that met the requirements, then those could go in there and you would then have Amazon managing that um, entirely for you instead of having to go through and, and determine when you need to uh, send in more inventory and create that shipping plan. And one of the things that that Amazon does with the FBA services, they move products around the country in terms of where the order is coming from. And once, once you build your history, uh, is that the case with AWD or are you locked into one location? Yeah, so I'm unsure if they lock you into one location, um, but I do know that they do partner cross-border shipping with Amazon. So if you were, let's say, you know, you're in US and you're using your, Amazon Warehouse and Distribution Center, you could use that inventory and have it sent over to Canada um, or into other marketplaces um, on Amazon. Okay. So, um, okay. And how about dangerous goods? Do you know if they handle dangerous goods? Dangerous goods, I am unsure on Amazon's warehouse and distribution. I would assume that it's going to be either similar to their FBA warehouse where they're going to require some documentation around it. But with the uh, products that aren't eligible, like expired good, goods, um, apparel and books, um, would anticipate that there may be some limitations on uh, dangerous or potentially hazardous goods as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. How does it compare in terms of pricing of it, do you know? In terms of comparing the costs of Amazon AWD to other three PLs, are you familiar with how, how they compare? 
Yeah, so they're they're pretty competitive with other 3PL prices, um, and you can always get a quote from Amazon uh, specifically for your product types um, through their Amazon warehouse and distribution once you have that set up. Um, but I would say they're, they're, they're fairly competitive with current 3PL um, costs. And so things that will, it will help with is just like eliminate the complex pricing um, that comes with 3PLs. Um, they have the reduced storage costs if you're using AWD and AGL together. Um, and so as for exact costs, I would recommend uh, you guys to go out and to your, your seller central account, look for the Amazon warehouse distribution um, and see how much they're quoting for your product type. Okay. So as far as the pricing structure, they it's different for different product types? Is that the way it works? Yeah. So it's going to be based off of the dimensions, uh, similar to like FBA warehouse, where they're giving you your FBA fee. It's going to be based off of your dimensions and, and the, the space that it will take up at their warehouse. And, and something that they 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 say on their uh, Amazon warehouse and distribution uh, page is, is that this is unlimited storage, um, and so sellers could send in with no limits um, for FBA warehouses. So when I say unlimited, I want to clarify that with there are no restock limits that you'll encounter if you're using Amazon's warehouse and distribution center. Um, so like quarter four is a big selling period. Amazon always cuts seller space at warehouses, but if you are using Amazon warehouse and distribution, then you are no longer um, applied to those restock limits because you're using Amazon warehouse and distribution and it'll just auto replenish for you. Yeah. So I guess they, whatever limits that they will impose on the seller account, you have the, the extra stock at AWD. So combined, you have no limit issue, yeah. right? Yeah, That's and then advantage. additionally, let's say, I haven't seen this happen on, on people who have used uh, Amazon warehouse and distribution, but if you did run into a restocking issue um, where you're at limit for the month um, and you can't send in, if you are in the Amazon warehouse and distribution, then you can gain more space um, for using that service. Yeah. Um, do you know if they handle bundling and assemblies and things like that? That is a great question. Um, I don't have the answer to that one, um, if they do handle it or not. I have a question for my listeners. Are you experiencing cash flow challenges with your Amazon business? Well, silly question. Who is not, right? So let me introduce you to Viably, a unique solution tailored for Amazon sellers and e-commerce enterprises. By connecting your Seller Central or Shopify account, you can promptly access funding along with a variety of financial tools, all for a flat fee. It's as simple as that. And for my listeners, they are offering an extra $1,500 in funding for eligible applications. Start your quick and easy application today at runviably.com forward slash legends. And that's runviably.com forward slash legends. I had a gentleman who owned a 3PL and on the show. And so I asked him, you know, what can you tell us about how to pick a 3PL? And that was exactly what he said. He said, well, 
What you want is your 3PL to be able to add value to your operation. So one of the things that I would recommend is always see if the 3PL you want to work with can handle bundling and assemblies and things like that. So that way you, you can test different bundles, different packs and assemblies and things like that. So you don't have to have an additional cost, so to speak, in your production. It just becomes part of your storage, but you can do it uh, as uh, as you go along, depending on the demand. So I wonder if AWD will do that. Yeah, there may be some new releases. It, it's, it's fairly, I mean, it was released within last four months or six months here. Um, and so with AGL, the Amazon Global Logistics, when that first released, was very difficult to get shipments across. And then with time, it's gotten a lot better. So I'd anticipate that there would be new development within AWD. Um, yeah. And I recommend, you know, keep your eyes peeled for that because having a, a 3PL that can pick and pack and bundle kits um, together is super valuable um, with just adding new products to your catalog or just ways to expand your catalog. And, and having Amazon do that for you. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to the next one. So I believe the next one we had on the uh, in the line was buy with Prime, right? So yes. Let's talk about that. So what? Uh, I'm sure I mean, people have heard of it. I mean, conceptually, it's been around, not as buy with Prime, but multi-channel fulfillment or MCF for short, but buy with Prime, has now taken it to a whole different level, right? So tell us about that. Yeah, so there are two features with Buy With Prime. So they have Buy With Prime integrated and then Buy With Prime app. Um, but gonna back up a little bit. So Buy With Prime, this is the ability to use Amazon's fulfillment on your Shopify DTC site. Um, so having that checkout fulfilled uh, by Amazon um, and using your inventory at FBA warehouses to do that. Um, and so there's two features with it, Buy With Prime integrated. So this is where they will hard code the Buy With Prime app onto your, um, your website. That way customers can check out with Prime. Um, and there was a big gap in this feature in the last uh, year, year and a half since it's been in, in beta. Um, it wouldn't allow customers to add multiple products to their cart. Um, and so huge problem, it would just redirect customers back to the catalog if they added another uh, product to it. Um, and so now with new development on the Buy With Prime integrated version, they can hard code that feature for multi-cart ad. So it's no longer an issue, which is a big fix and something that a lot of sellers had a huge pain um, with whenever they were looking at Buy With Prime. Um, so that, that is now resolved with the integrated version um, so on the integrated version, it's just a bit more setup um, and legwork for the Buy With Prime uh, team to get uh, in place. And then you have your Buy With Prime app. This is the easy app on Shopify that you can just click and integrate over into um, Shopify with, with Amazon. Um, but however, it, it doesn't have the multi-cart feature. So uh, sellers uh, will still have the issue of not not having um, customers being able to add multiple products into the cart without getting redirected back to the catalog. 
Um, so big updates for BioWith Prime integrated. BioWith Prime app was recently released in, in the last two months. And so I'm sure that they're going to have some more features um, in the multi-car ad get fixed along with it. That, that way it's an easy install uh, for Amazon sellers um, to get it onto their D2C site. So this is strictly for Shopify sellers, right? Correct. So this, uh, it sounds like an easy thing, but it's not just the, the app part. There's a lot of logistics part. So what you need to do now is, first of all, you you do you have to be an Amazon seller to do this? Yep. So you'll have to have an Amazon account. Um, and you, yes, you will have to be an Amazon seller because they're going to take your ASINs uh, and use that whenever they are setting it setting up the integrated integration for buy with prime. So you have to be an Amazon seller and you have to have an ASIN created for this. And, yep. but yep. that ASIN doesn't necessarily I mean for, because as you know, there are some sellers that don't want to sell on Amazon. So uh, therefore they don't care about promoting the Amazon listing or the ranking because they have enough following but they equally don't want to do fulfillment. So they may be using a 3PL. So now this may be something that they can use so they don't have to use 3PL. Instead, they can send the inventory to Amazon and Amazon will with buy with Prime will pick up the order. And I guess as soon as the order hits the system, they ship it, right? Just like FBA. Yeah. Just like FBA, it's it's a more advanced version of MCF. Um, so I actually have a few brands that they, they would always use MCF, like you're mentioning, where you use MCF, you don't want to sell on Amazon, you have your listing closed, but you got inventory at the warehouse. Um, and so with, with Buy with Prime, that, that could be another thing or a strategy that the sellers could run as well as I have this listing on Amazon, there's inventory at their FBA warehouse, and I'm using BioWith Prime to fulfill it on my Shopify side. Mm -hmm. Now, the other thing that is a huge deal is that's replenishment, right? So now you have to stay on top of replenishment. So, um, so there is a big concern about how much time Amazon takes receiving inventory to make it available for uh, shipment. So as far as the buy with prime replenishment, so one of the concerns that most sellers have is the amount of time Amazon takes receiving an FBA shipment into stock. So how does that work? Do you have any experience? So if you, if you know you have to send in a shipment, you send it, does it take just as long or much faster or longer or uh, or not so much? Yeah, and, and this is if we're on buy with Prime, correct? If the seller is on buy with yeah. Prime? Yeah. yeah. So as for receiving shipments, um, it doesn't help with expediting them or, or getting them in faster. Um, it does help with reducing quantity limits. Um, so buy with Prime, since they were previously MCF, um, they are directly over the restock limits uh, whenever you're shipping in. And so if a seller is on buy with Prime, but they need to ship in and they don't have a space to do that at their FBA warehouse, 
then the buy with prime team can make a request and get you that additional space that you need, which has been super helpful for anyone that's running into uh, quarter four restock limits. And so that was uh, something that was really nice to do with the buy with prime team um, for a few brands that uh, we're, we're dealing with some restock limits. Um, so as for expediting them, it doesn't help with that um, area, but it will help with the limitations that Amazon sets on yeah. sellers sometime. Yeah, I guess the, that's a big advantage. If, if you have limits, but you happen to be integrated with buy with Prime, even though you're not shipping so much, you can still use, leverage that to increase your limits, exactly. right? Yeah. So like yeah, buy with Prime, you can, similar to like AWD, you can just select a few ASINs or just one ASIN that you want to test on it. Um, as long as you're in the buy with Prime program, uh, if it's just that one listing, then you can still get a request for more space um, for your entire, uh, you know, to send in additional products from your catalog to FBA warehouses. So it's, it's a great lever to pull um, and it's not too hard to get in place um, with the buy with prime team um, for getting more space at Amazon. How complicated is it to integrate with the buy, buy with prime integrated version? Yeah, so we, we work pretty closely with their team and and um, from what they've shared with us is you know, once they have the ASIN, that, that pretty much gives them everything that they need um, information-wise to run through the um, the coding to get that set up on, on the Shopify site. Okay, so that's the Amazon people do that? Yeah, so this is a Amazon uh, program. Um, and so this is... Amazon reps, but focus on Shopify. Um, so yes, this is Amazon. And how do you go about doing this? Do you is there a separate department or separate? Where do you go to get this going? Yeah. So typically, if you have a um, agency or if you get contacted by them, um, that that's one way as well. So either having someone who's partnered with the BioWay Prime team to make the, the uh, setup and, and the introduction of the brand, or they will reach out to you um, through performance notifications and emails, letting you know that, hey, we think your your products would be great for BioWay Prime, um, you know, to learn more, you know, schedule a meeting with them. And if, if you want to reach out yourself, you know, without them contacting you, where do you go? If you talk to seller support, will they connect you with the right people or not? I haven't tested that route. Um, I, I seller support's always the first go-to for sure uh, for anything that you want to learn more about. Um, but I'm I'm actually not sure how how an individual seller who doesn't get reached out to or doesn't have an agency to introduce them to Buy with Prime can get in contact with the Buy with Prime team. Um, from what I've seen, it's it's probably Prime reaching out to sellers um, since it was in a kind of beta program in this this last year. All right. So the last one. Yeah. Last one is TikTok shop. So this is more of just um, something to keep in mind and be aware of as a seller. Um, TikTok shop is becoming very popular um, and it is great for 
or, or the, the competition on it is very low right now. And so this, this can be great for small sellers and it can be great for big sellers. You know, they could compete at the same level um, since just the nature of TikTok and, and how it's posted. Um, you know, you could get a video as a small seller out with your products and then you're on TikTok shop, which will then get you that traffic and that virality um, for success. Um, and then same with big brands, um, being able to just list on TikTok shop. Um, and so with this being a new platform, um, there are limited agencies uh, out there. And there's a few that are partnered with TikTok shop themselves, um, which allow them to directly work under TikTok uh, and get sellers into the shop uh, platform. Um, and something that's interesting is that TikTok shop is doing its own fulfillment. There's an option for sellers to uh, send their inventory over to TikTok and have TikTok um, fulfill those orders um, or have it done through the seller fulfilled method. Um, this one is on our side, just one that we really think is going to become very popular in the coming years um, and a potential new uh, sales channel that could um, not cannibalize uh, the Amazon channel or other channels, but actually help um, increase um, sales across channels. Um, and so very new um, feature with TikTok um, in this last year, and it's becoming very big. There's a few agencies that have popped up that are partnered with TikTok that, that are helping sellers. And so this is just something to keep in mind um, around if I'm looking for a new sales channel, what, what are some of my options? Um, or if I wanted to start something um, with TikTok shop, getting that sense of virality through TikTok and plus the shop, um, that as well. So as far as the fulfillment you mentioned, so when the order comes in, that order will come to you, then you forward it on to TikTok for fulfillment or they automatically fulfill it like Amazon? How does that work? Yeah, so this is an area that I'm not 100% specialized in uh, for TikTok shop. And we, and we partner with another agency to um, complete um, setting up TikTok shop. Um, so I, I wouldn't have the exact details on how the fulfillment works with whenever an order is placed. Um, but TikTok shop is able to take that fulfillment or that order and fulfill it for the seller. Yeah, I mean, the same challenges apply to TikTok shop, right? So you have to first create a listing, right? And then there is the, how do you get that listing promoted? I guess it's, you use the TikTok platform to promote. And then you will have your fulfillment. Uh, if, if TikTok is fulfilling it, that's one thing. But then you need to have, you need to be able to monitor. If you are already using FBA, that means you also have a warehouse. So now you have TikTok. So there's a lot more involved in selling through this. I, that, that would be the first thing I would say to anybody. Like look into it. Just don't jump in unless you figure out all the pieces. Uh, do you know much about what gets an item popular in the TikTok shop? How do you drive business to it? Yeah. So as for the advertisement side, um, 
from what I've seen so far in TikTok shop is, is the external traffic plays. So not only listing on TikTok and then creating videos on TikTok shop, but looking at um, Instagram ads, Facebook ads um, that can point over to your TikTok shop um, to help bring that extra traffic. Um, additionally, just like YouTube shorts, um, anything that is similar to TikTok and having it point over um, to TikTok will always be beneficial. Yeah, it's, it's, it's another channel. So you have to treat it with... Uh the respect every channel deserves, right? So you have to have the logistics, logistics being creating the listing and managing it, the content, and, and then you have the promotion and then you have the fulfillment. So there's a whole bunch of things. So uh, it's very new. I've never heard, frankly. I'll, I'll look into it myself. Uh, but uh, thanks for sharing. So this is great, Daniel. So we've got quite a few new things covered. So let's now get to know you a little bit. Uh, I'm dying to hear your story about, you know, being in college, learning e-commerce, and then jumping into the ring to be an entrepreneur. So what was that transition? What, what was the reason that you decided, okay, I'm going to do this? Yeah, so it, it kind of it stumbled across this, I would say, when I was in college. Um, no, I, I didn't have the mindset of I'm going to be an entrepreneur at that age. Um, but as I got into um, retail arbitrage, selling on eBay, um, and then also selling uh, like hype wear, anything with Supreme or, or, or shoes, sneakers, um, realized that I really enjoy being able to um, hunt for my own food um, and find different ways to, to be able to make money, um, while being uh, in college. And so that's where I kind of started with becoming an entrepreneur. Um, and then from there, it kind of just took off with finding and learning about e-commerce, um, and getting the full picture of, of Amazon, um, and, and omni-channel brands, um, and, and, and the growth of e-commerce in, in general over the course uh, of these years. Um, so that's where it kind of started, it kind of, kind of stumbled across me, um, or kind of stumbled across it. And then it just started to grow into this passion and, uh, learning these skill sets and, and being able to put me where I'm at right now. So do you, do you have any others in the family who are entrepreneurs? No. So I, I have three siblings, um, and we're, we're kind of spread across in, in different areas. Um, I would say my little sister is, yes, she's definitely has the entrepreneur night mindset. So she does real estate. Um, and my two other siblings are in healthcare. Um, so not, not necessarily a family from entrepreneurs, um, but my little sister for sure has the mindset. And your, your parents also not entrepreneurs no yeah so my my dad he he um was born in vietnam so he came over and migrated when he was young and then my mom um she's she's been in the states and so they, they mom was a teacher and dad was a delivery driver and so not not necessarily um in the entrepreneur mindset 
um, but did learn um, kind of just with their lifestyles kind of where, where does that want, where do I want to go with, with mine? Um, kind of how can I take that by being an entrepreneur? So when you told the family that you're going to be an entrepreneur, how did they take that? <laughs> no, so I will say my family is one thing I'm very grateful is they, they've always been supportive of, of things that any of the siblings wanted to pursue or try. Um, and so when I had told them, um, I think that they, they, they didn't really understand, I guess, the, the growth of e-commerce at that time, because that was back in, you know, 2016, 2017. Um, and so it was just more of, that's awesome, you know, glad that you have something that you're pursuing and, and that you're, you're motivated about it. Um, so they're very supportive. Um, they may have not fully understood uh, kind of the full picture of, of what it entails and, and kind of what I want to do. Um, but they were, they were definitely supportive in, in what I've done so far. Well, you said something earlier about what you liked about being an entrepreneur, which is not necessarily something that everybody likes. And that is that um, you eat what you kill. So you don't kill, you don't eat. Exactly. <laughs> so, so that means you have to be killing all the time, every day, and more and more and more of it. So uh, that is not necessarily a lifestyle always, because the other thing to consider always is a risk, right? So there's always a risk, and there's competition and constant change. So uh, I can see that your parents not being familiar with that kind of uh, set of dynamics, uh, but did you consider these things yourself <laughs> or started thinking as I forget it, I'm doing it anyway? Yeah. So I would say whenever I was in college, those things probably weren't considered as much as they should have been. Uh, but definitely over the course of time, just learning more about e-commerce, uh, what it is to be a seller um, and just getting some experience at other agencies Um Yes, those questions definitely come across and they, and they still come across, you know, my mind of being an entrepreneur because, you know, if, if like you said, if you're not killing, you're not eating. Um, and so it's something that you kind of actively have to um, kind of keep in mind and go after. Um, but yes, they, they do cross my mind at times of, is this the right move? But I think that's with any entrepreneur that, that is starting a journey. Um, there's going to be doubts and there's there's going to be um wins and so um it's just a matter of trying to uh, map out what is going to work and, and what isn't and so the, the questions come across um but it's it's always nice to be able to go back and, and look at the history of what has been done and, and what has worked and that always helps with uh keeping that that motivation um to to kill and hunt there yeah well, one thing that I learned is, and this is what I tell my friends and uh, anybody who wants to jump in. What I always say is uh, every entrepreneur, first of all, you have a vision and you have a drive and you have your intellectual capacity, your, if you like, your human capital, your brain to, and with your attitude to make that vision a reality. And you are the driver, you are the engine of what you want and that engine needs a fuel and that fuel is the people around you so 
this entrepreneurial decision is I found that is a decision that that I had to be very careful having like boyfriends, girlfriends, you know, wives, husbands, whatever, whoever you are, uh, make sure they are on board with it. Because if they are not on board with it, and by the way, what they are getting on board with is a roller coaster ride. Because entrepreneur's life is up and down and up and down. Uh, so if they are not on board with it and they don't appreciate what it takes, that fuel will become less and less and less and less. And you can't run on empty. And that will finally lead to not such a good result. So uh, unfortunately, an entrepreneur's family also has to be at least on board with the idea, if not entrepreneurial, not necessarily be an entrepreneur, but at least have that entrepreneurial thinking. Uh, otherwise, it starts to drain the energy that the person has. And and without that energy, you really cannot produce and, and overcome the challenges and and, and inspire people, frankly. And so uh, that's the, the biggest thing that I learned in my life. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it takes a lot. I guess that's the reason why they say uh, there is a woman behind every successful man. <laughs> and, you know, I, I say this, that is only half the quote. There is a woman behind every successful man but there is a woman behind every failed man too. <laughs> so, so it's not that you can't have it both ways, right? So you are either behind. It's a matter of, of what fuel can they give you? Yeah, exactly. So that's what I learned. Well, uh, Daniel, uh, congratulations for jumping in. Like I said, uh, I'm, I'm always supportive of entrepreneurial initiatives and um, I'm sure you'll be successful. So tell us, how can people reach you? Yeah, so you can reach us at fitnessagency.com. And there's a contact form if, if you're interested in looking at anything that um, any of our services that we provide, full account management, um, or just looking at any insights. Um, we're very open with sharing knowledge. Um, so if you want to reach out and, and just to ask some questions that you have, um, always open to those as well. Great. Great. I'm sure you'll hear from people. And thank you for sharing all the new stuff. And thank you for being here. Awesome. Thank you for having me, Nick. Before I go, a quick reminder to say goodbye to your cash flow problems and claim your extra $1,500 when you qualify for $25,000 or more in funding. Go to www.runviably.com forward slash legends and start your application today. Thank you. And this brings us to the end of another episode. And I'll see you on the next one. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the episode and share it with someone you think would benefit from it too.